Hold My Drink with Charlene and Ellie, a Go Light original. deserves to treat you abusively no one deserves mm-hmm. to treat you horribly everyone deserves to have a healthy and a happy relationship yeah you know some of the very simple things are like uh, somebody wanting to look through your phone um, you know wanting to see who you're talking to all the time yeah. knowing your passwords because we talk about things like sexism catcalling um, things like that but you know women unfortunately are at most danger from men who they know Welcome to Home I Drink with Charlene and Ellie, a Go Loud original podcast, kindly brought to you by Primark or Pennies, which is the ultimate high street destination that has everything you need for a stylish and chic autumn winter season. Pennies or Primark is the ultimate high street store that we all know and love. We're all born and raised in a Pennies. Literally. Mm. I can remember going since I was this high up. Yeah, I remember my mum bringing the three of us and you'd have one bag, but my mum used to say that I was always the one that'd be kicking and screaming and crying at the end because she'd make me put every like, half of all back. <laughs> and I'd be like, I need it all. I actually called out um, my mum in Penny's before because I got lost. Oh. Yeah, so I had to go to the, the help desk and be like, could you call my, <laughs> my mum? I can't find her. <laughs> my mum nearly killed me, she was mortified. <laughs> but these autumn winter season, Penny's or Primark has it all under the one roof again, like for any occasion. It's the one place you go for everything. Yeah. No matter what it is, you just always need that Primark run, Penny's that run. dash. Yeah, whether you're looking for the coat that goes with everything, the Fab Teddy coats in there, PJs, snuddies, we all love a good pair of fluffy socks. I feel like for every like gift occasion, like if I, if it's someone's birthday or... If they're sad, if they're happy. If it's anything, yeah, yeah whatever it is, a good, a good present of Penny's PJs and fluffy socks. Or bed sheets. Yeah, oh, you know what, mm-hmm. like for a good bed sheets. Can't forget all about the glam that they have in there as well. They have lovely satin PJs for Ultimate Girls Night Day and over the Christmas. I feel like we'll be having a good few of them over the Grimble. Yeah, hot chocolate night. Oh, see, my favourite. They also have gorgeous cargo pants in all different shades, the perfect brown suit of the season, and also some sassy zebra print on blazers, coats and jeans. I feel like zebra print is everywhere this season. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And they also have it all for the boys that may or may not be in your life. They have the Chem Set and A X Primark Man range and then the Stacey Solomon and Primark Kids range. Just to look at the kids range is adorable. adorable. You can pop into a store near you now and you can also go online at www.primark.com forward slash IE to check out all of their autumn winter pieces. Plan ahead before you go in or just do what we do and buy everything. Run a muck <laughs> in there, yeah. So our podcast is like a group chat between your best friends. A bathroom on a night out where you spill all the gossip on relationship, dilemmas and life. If you're a returning listener, I just took this line off, Charlene. Sorry, love. No. If you're a returning listener, right welcome back, birds. And if you're a new listener, welcome, welcome birds. birds. <laughs> Someone's actually at the live show last week. Oh, yeah. The story and it was like... Um, take a shot, wasn't it? Yeah, take a shot for how many times the girls say bird. I said, if you did, you'd be pissed. Buckled. Buckled. <laughs> so How My Drink is out for you every Wednesday, but we also bring you bonus episodes every Monday. If you're not sick of us yet, you can listen to us Mondays where we do extra juice. So we basically do more dilemmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and today on the podcast, we are joined by Mary from Women's Aid. So she's speaking to us about their new Two Into You campaign and to highlight some of the signs and the red flags of abuse in relationships. So mm-hmm. we had a really interesting conversation with her and... Yeah. We, we learned so much and I'm sure you will take a lot from it as well that like we talk about red flags and stuff all the time and Mary actually said she listened to our standard episodes yeah. Yeah. we were saying to her how ours are in the pits of hell but she was like no they're right yeah, okay. she like, actually did okay to be honest but um, um, I think it's a conversation that people need to know is more normal to have yeah and not always think is like oh this is taboo like because you never know when you do open up about this conversation even between your own friends you might be surprised or shocked to hear that they could be going through something similar or they did go through something or... Yeah, you, you know don't I mean? you don't realise that... You might not even realise you're, you're no. going through abuse. Yeah. And I think these conversations will make a, make a lot of people be like, oh, wow, I have been or my friend has been or I have been in the past even. Mm. And knowing that and learning that makes you then better for like future relationships because yeah. then you stay away, you know what flags to look yeah. at and you know red flags. Going through things like that, you're nearly conditioned... Not conditioned, but you're made to believe that things were your fault, and like mm-hmm. that. I think that's what somebody in an abusive relationship tries to do to their partner is make them feel like it's their fault. Yeah, like we talked about gaslighting and love bombing, love bombing, learning about all that. So I think recognizing when you can pick those up in relationships 
will help you obviously go and into new ones even or definitely yeah yeah so i hope you enjoy that chat let us know obviously on our new instagram page just plugging it here it's home or drink pods on instagram you can also obviously text us separately as well um what you thought of the chat because i think it's going to be really helpful for a lot of people yeah we hope so we just are off the bat <laughs> is it off the bat of two live shows oh, is what you bad. say our social battery is Drained a week later. Yeah. I didn't leave the house for three days. I didn't speak to anyone. I slept in my clothes on the Wednesday. Did you? I was. I, oh. I was worse on the, th- well, the Wednesday I was hungover, but then the Thursday I was just drained. I think I was probably still drunk on the Wednesday, to be honest. So the hangover, yeah, probably didn't hit me till the yeah, Thursday. till the Thursday. Which ever get when you have a bad night's sleep, then you have a good night's sleep. The day after the good night's sleep is always worse. Your work. Yeah, because your body craved that sleep, got it, and now you're just... But it needs more. Yeah. Because you're after missing out on a basic yeah. whole night's sleep. You're just a broken woman, but yeah. they were the best nights ever. I love them so much. I had the best time. I feel like if I could do one every week, I would. Yeah, same. I'd never see anyone ever again, though. I wouldn't want to... I have no battery in me. True. But well, one a week, you it. might get used to, like... Maybe it's because so there's a whole build above it, and, like, two in a row was a lot as well. Yeah. So I think one a week we could do I need another one. I know. I just love getting dressed up and meeting everyone and crying on stage and being a freak. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we want to come to like all different counties, not yes, do a tour. Like yeah, imagine the birds on tour. We had some amazing guests. We had Dammy Hope from mm-hmm. Love Island. We had Carly Mahedy. We had Erin McGregor, and we had James Patrice. Yes, and it was just the best time. Ever. We also had our little trio on. You can't forget Sean. Oh, of course we had Sean. It's just a given now that John just Sean was, with yeah, him. yeah. He just, he we just, had to fit him in somehow. We basically made that segment so he could so Sean, shine. Yeah. We yeah. know how much is all of Sean and we adore him. Yeah. So we just, he has to just be with us all. We were saying at the show, we were like, we need someone to help us with this segment the first time. Obviously now we knew mm. Sean was coming on. And we were like, what better, or who's better to get to help us? And everyone's like, Sean! We're like, yeah! Yeah, <laughs> we really did. He walked on stage actually on the second night. I think it was. We brought a bottle of Moe on stage yeah. to drink, and he he just what we didn't know. We just walked onto the stage. He was lucky night. there was some left. Yeah, took the bottle and got just greedy fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> robbing back. Yeah, <laughs> just walked off of the game. But everyone was like, Ah, Sean! Oh, it's very funny. And then brilliant. But yeah, then the first night I was crying. Was it the first night, yeah. I cried on you stage. Cried, uh, I cried night. before because I was so yeah. overwhelmed. I was like, I just feel overwhelmed. And I had like two, two uh, cotton, buds. cotton buds under my eyes. Yeah. But then I thought, like, I just had this thing in my head that I was like, oh my God, if I feel overwhelmed, I'm going to go on and like forget everything. I feel like as soon as we have the mics in our hand, it just... It just switches. Like, yeah, yeah, it just happens. Yeah. It just flows. It just. I love the feeling of like when you're on sta- side stage and you're about to go on. I don't. Do you not? No. That's when my nerves and my belly come. Yeah, but I love that little thing. Like, yeah. I love being being on and like yeah. talking to everyone. I love doing all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's the best part, I think, for me. What else did we do? We don't know. Oh, yeah. So we found two gorgeous yeah. girls at date. Yes. We done two, a blind date segment that Sean obviously helped us with. And we set up two couples. We're unsure how the second couple was. Yeah. If the girl could message us and let us know. <laughs> what happened? What happened there? Because she walked back in by herself. She was like, he left me outside. He left me outside. So let us know if you're out there, you're listening. Have you made amends? Yeah. What has happened? Yeah, what's going on? And um, we also had another new segment where we had to guess who said, who said what it? lines from the podcast. Yeah, and I kept forgetting the name. But Leanne was like, don't forget the name in the segment. And I, yeah, I really? was like, and I forget what the segment <laughs> is called again. Whoops. I don't know why. It's, yeah, the it's name like, is in yeah, the description. Yeah, yeah. No, my no. mind went blank. No. I was like, what's this called again? What's the, um, they don't really well, guessing. Oh, it was very funny. Yeah. Because some of the lines were like very misleading. Like you'd think it was one of us, but yeah, it was the other yeah. completely. The one about the streets. Everyone's like, Charlie, yeah, Charlie. I was, I was like, like, I think I'm a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, no, you I said am, it. I was like, like, when did I say that? Yeah. But I also can kind of remember you saying that. I was probably just feeling frisky. sassy. Yeah, <laughs> feeling sassy talking about the streets. Um, so apart from the live shows, we... I've done nothing. I've done nothing really. Did nothing. Recharged. I needed a week of that though. Yeah. Like even Saturday night, I think I was in bed on Saturday night at like half nine and I was like looking at people's stories being out and I was like, I couldn't think yeah. of worse. Yeah, same. I know. The thoughts of alcohol. Path. And do you know what? The show has been on a Monday and Tuesday fucked me up because I was like, 
Oh, we didn't know what day it yeah. was on Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, was this Sunday? Sunday? Like, yeah. Where am I? This is so random, right? But I was in my car and th- lately I've noticed and when I'm driving, right, if I have one hand on my steering wheel and I do when I'm sitting down and all, like, what hand, if you have, you're sitting in your car, right, mm-hmm. and you have your one hand, where do you put your other hand and what do you do with it? Well, I drive an automatic, so I don't need to do that with my left okay, hand. Okay, but yeah, but this is like, that's like me. It's not when it's not in the gears. It should be on the wheel, obviously. Oh, I do. I lean and on the rest or like, yeah, or I, I have it on the gear stick and I just leave it there. But I do this do thing. Anything. I just have my hand like this and it's so comfortable. I've just noticed. It's just on like, your lap? It's just on my lap, like facing upwards and it's just so, it's like the comfiest thing. Do you know, I got into a really bad habit doing so. You know the way you're staring where you have like the gap on top? Yeah. And then the two, two gaps, gaps underneath. Yeah. Oh, you got like with two hands on the underneath. I used to put my wrists through the two gaps. Jeez. I oh, know. <laughs> Until one day, whatever way I went to take it out, it got stuck. And I was like, what do you think you're doing? So were you driving with your wrists like this? <laughs> no, it would be when I was stopped. Oh. I just kind of put them in there just to rest it there. But then one day I went to take it out and I was like, Ellie, you need to stop doing that. Your wrist will get stuck in the Imagine wheel. Imagine you can't move. Yeah, then. I wouldn't be able to drive, yeah. Oh my God. I've seen people driving with their knees. No. Yeah, how do people do that? That's insane. I know. Or feeding the wheel. Remember you were told to feed the wheel? Oh, I'd yeah. I'd drive worse like if I had this? to feed a wheel. Like that? No. Yeah. You have to do it for your test though. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Like this, I'd drive just, worse. It's like this. But it's so comfortable. It's so comfortable. And even when I'm sitting, I just do it like this. It just stays. It's just weird. I don't know what it is. I always put my hand in between my legs. like Just randomly? Yeah, same. Nice and warm. You can't kind of get pins and needles in those ones. Yeah. It's like when I'm sitting down to curl my hair and I cross my legs for too long. Yeah. I look and my leg is like... It's like it's have you been a bottle of... Me? Yeah, a bottle of coke. Yeah. Like... Fizzing. It's like yeah. static on the tent. On the tent, literally. Mm. Hate that feeling. When I used to get pins and needles when I was younger, I used to... I, I might have said this before, did I? I used... If I get it in my arms from whatever way I was lying, I used to put my arm over the radiator. So, like, say there's even... You know, a double radiator. There's, like, obviously a gap in between yeah. the, the two, whatever. Yeah. I used to put my arm in between that and pour water on my arm. Jesus, why? Thought it would get rid of it. You thought it was, like, your ha- arm freezing up? Don't know. Did it help? No, the radiator wasn't on. Like, I don't know why I'd do it over the radiator. I wasn't. Why did I... I vividly remember pouring water over my arm if I got pins and needles thinking, like, this will get rid of it. It was going to get rid of it. Yeah. Place we soak. I know. Yeah, you remember, like, you spilled all the water. <laughs> what have you been doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just over the radiator. Stretched. <laughs> fuck. God. So, Wait Till Tell You Basie is a segment there where we tell you a little story, story time, little tale. Um, something that kind of it's usually something kind of funny as well as that happened mm. to us but basically we got food before your your diet on at the two live show days goes out the window Like, well, I just, think I had a takeaway every day last week same yeah. and like not even that like you just don't even eat properly like, you don't even eat meals you just have like shit we didn't eat all day and you're in a rush to get ready and you just want to yeah. fill yourself with something and then you get so, so drunk because yeah. you're not full yeah. and, oh. so we ordered McDonald's mm-hmm. to Vicar Street mm-hmm. which is where the show was and I ordered a hamburger and yeah, six tell nuggets. Yeah, your order. Okay. My order was a McCrispy meal. Mm-hmm. With a, did you get a drink? No. 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 A McCrispy meal with a, with a Coke and a portion of the nacho things. So that was meant to come with, obviously, chips, the burger, nacho wedges and a yeah. Coke. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we got Ellie a, fan, a Fanta. Yeah, our yeah. hair girl. She wanted a Fanta. Yeah. So that's what we ordered. Yeah. Keep this in mind. Which is like 30 euros or something. Yeah. So we got, came, Carly ran, so the, we were getting our hair makeup done and the guy rang saying he's outside, so Carly ran down for us very kindly um, because we were in the middle of getting it done. She comes up about, she rings me and says the bags after breaking, that the stuff was in and that was grand. And then she rings about, she was lost. She comes up about age. 15 minutes later yeah. from being down there. I was like, what? She got kidnapped. Like, And it comes back up, the whole bag is, it's in a Dunn's bag or she something? She had a Tesco bag. She went bag. into Tesco and bought a, a reusable bag. bag. My hamburger was actually okay. My nuggets were soggy. I had, uh, there was two or three salvageable ones, I can't speak, that I could eat. Mm-hmm. Ellie got <laughs> nothing. Ellie got nothing. <laughs> no, you got a random Burger King No, burger. I got, the chips were there. They were saturated in Coke. Oh, I didn't see that. Half the Coke was gone. So my Coke was there, but <laughs> it was gone. So that obviously is what spilled. Spilled all over Charlene's nuggets. nuggets. The chips were... Oh, I thought they fell in the puddle. No, it was the drinks inside. Oh. That, yeah. The chips were soggy. It wasn't a sign of a McCrispy. No natural not cheese bites. Not a sign bites. of a natural cheese bites. But then, 
there was a Burger King double quarter something, a Burger King burger, and was there something else in Burger King? Some Burger King as well. There's two Burger King burgers and such. Yeah, I think because I think Carly said to him, "I ah, hear that bag's bleeding." So yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Oh, here, just have this." So did we get someone else? I think so, probably. Oh, she said he was really nice. No, my heart is unable. I know it's not his fault. No, no, it was the coke. It wasn't fucking clothes properly. Obviously, clothes properly. But then you had no food in your stomach. Yeah, and I was in the screamers, yeah. wasn't I? Yeah. I was well, like, hangry is a real emotion. Oh, I was. It's hangry. truly a real emotion. Like. So then I just got a bottle of Prosecco. Yeah. Got lots. Filled my emotions <laughs> with that, yep. So German word of the week is where we teach... Sorry, I teach you a German word. Yeah, because, wait, no. Yeah, so let me think of a word because I actually don't have one right now. Can it be Christmas themed because you won't let me talk about Christmas? Yeah. Okay. At least give me a themed I think word. I've given, I think I gave it a few Christmas ones last year. What's Christmas in general? Uh, I won't tell you in case it's related to Oh, I have one. Oh, okay. Weihnachtsbaum. Wow. Go again. Weihnachtsbaum. Weihnachtsbaum. Mm-hmm. Did I say it right? Yep. I'm brilliant. Do you know what baum is? No. Home? No. It doesn't actually sound anything like the word. Oh, shit. Um... Christmas tree. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm just thinking of two different words. Yeah. Like the, yeah, yeah. This. Weihnachts is, is Christmas. Weihnacht. Weihnacht, yeah. Weihnachten is Christmas. No way. Yeah. And Baum is tree. Yeah. And then Santa is Weihnachtsman. Oh, I like that. Or Nicol- Santa is or like Christmas man. Or Nikolaus. What do you say more? Weihnachtsman probably. Do you? Yeah. Like Christmas man? Yeah. Yeah. Aww. Nikolaus is like... Nicholas or something. Yeah, that's just his name. No, his name. Is that yeah. his name? It is, isn't it? Yeah. Saint Nicholas or something. Yeah, yeah. Is he a saint? I think so. Wait, no, are we really? Good old Nick. And in Germany, they put out boots on the 6th of... A welly boot on the 6th of December and you get like loads of sweets and gifts in it. Why the 6th? It's something like... Mini Christmas? Yeah. can't remember exactly what it is. What, you put it outside your front door? Yeah. Do they still do it? Yeah. Try and go to Germany for the sake. Yeah, I could, my mum used to at home mostly. Like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna put one out. Are you gonna do it? <laughs> do it this year. Lots Aww. of chocolates. I like that. Um, yeah, it's really cute. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. So there's a really shocking statistic that one in five young women aged 18 to 25 have been subjected to abuse by a current or former male partner, and one in three of them have never told anyone about the abuse. And we know. A lot of you listening today are young women, women, um, so we really wanted to raise awareness and spread the word about supports that are available and have the conversation that a lot of people don't don't have and think is taboo. You think it's taboo or something that you, they just don't talk about when we don't want people to suffer in silence. So today we're joined by Mary Hayes from Women's Aid. So their website too, intoyou.ie, aims to teach young people aged between 18 to 25 about the red flags of abuse and relationships and support them through the Women's Aid's instant meshing support service. Thanks for joining us today, Mary. Um, can we start off by asking you about the work that you do for Women's Aid and who it's for? Um, well, first of all, thank you so, so, so much for having us because no, like you said, you. like your audience is the exact group of mm-hmm. people that we need to be talking to yes. because the need is there. Um, so two and two, it's a part of Women's Aid. So in case anyone hasn't heard of Women's Aid, um, they're the National Domestic Violence Service. So they've been around since the 70s. Wow. Um, so basically we support uh, women and children facing domestic violence um, to safely leave those situations. Um, and we do that, you know, through like a helpline and we have like a court accompaniment service, one to one services, um, things like that. So uh, Two and Two is 10 years old, um, but we've really started to kind of amp up the work in the last few years. Um, so basically what Two and Two is, is it's focused on uh, young people, specifically young women aged 18 to 25. And the whole idea behind Two and Two is, you know, if somebody uh, that you're going out with, if they're into you, it can be really exciting but if they're too into you then that could be a red flag for abuse Um, because often you know the things that feel normal um, and kind of part and parcel of a relationship at the very start Mm -hmm. can kind of turn unhealthy so we're really trying to teach um, young women you know what the difference between healthy relationships and unhealthy relationships are Mm -hmm. Uh, you know we don't just talk about all the bad stuff we talk about the good stuff as well because we want you know, young women to empower themselves with the information even before, 
you get into a relationship. So you know, like, what you deserve, what's good, what's bad. Mm-hmm. And I think as well, you know, when it comes to abuse, like, we think about, you know, domestic violence and things like that happening to older women. Yeah, you, you would kind of think that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, married women, women, mm-hmm. kids, you know, who might be living with an abusive partner, things like that. But we... Uh, created to into you because we saw a specific need. We saw a lot more young women coming to our services wow. needing help. But the way that they experience is, abuse is so different. Yeah. And they don't actually think that things like domestic violence um, affects them because you know, domestic, what does that mean in the home? Mm. But actually, you don't mm. need to be living with someone for them to act abusefully towards yeah, you. Yeah. And now the law says that as well, okay. that you don't have to be living with Why, someone. Why, was there a stage where you had to be living with someone for it to be classed as domestic abuse? Yeah, yeah, wow. in order to get legal protections, so to get a safety order or a barring order, which basically says that the person you're going out with can't be abusive to you. Um, you had to be living with someone, whereas now you don't. You don't, okay. Yeah. And yeah. Do, you, do you think there's a reason where now more young people are coming forward do you think it's always been a case where they're being abused or they're just more comfortable now to come to Women's Aid and to say what do I do here so I think uh, abuse has always been around mm-hmm. of course, yeah. um, I think maybe now uh, young people have a better language to talk about it um, there's also been a lot of like advances in terms of women's rights and things like that so they're able to speak about it more openly yeah. but at the same time like the stats that we're seeing I think they're only the tip of the iceberg there's yeah. definitely way more people who are experiencing this that you know aren't uh, reporting it aren't talking to anyone about it like you said you know the one in one three, in three yeah. aren't te- and that's not just you know seeking formal supports that's one in three told no one about Nothing. it no yeah. friends no family never told anyone about the abuse mm-hmm. until they filled out our survey mm-hmm. so yeah. there's definitely a lot more people going through this and as well for a lot of young women you know they don't realise actually that what they're going through is abuse okay. because there's kind of this misunderstanding or misconception of abuse that you know it has to meet like a certain threshold yeah exactly it has to be physical you it know it has to, get to be a so mark. far for it to be called abuse yeah that's not the case at all no? exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, the biggest thing that we see, especially with young women, is emotional abuse. Yeah. So often people don't think that that's serious enough for it to be abuse. But, you know, if something feels off at all, if, you know, if something feels wrong, it probably is. That's yeah. what we always say. Mm-hmm. And actually emotional abuse, like the impacts of emotional abuse can be way more long lasting than physical abuse yeah. because it really tears down your sense of self, your independence. You as a person. Everything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I, before you came in, I'd said to Charlene that I wanted to ask you about the different forms of abuse, like mental abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse. Like it's there's like you said a few minutes ago, there's not one tier of it like there's not it doesn't have to get to a certain level of something for it to be called abuse like yeah. emotional abuse is abuse really, is abuse yeah, yeah. abuse yeah. is abuse kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah. absolutely and you know that's what I'm constantly trying to tell young women is that this stuff is serious mm. you know it's not just like oh he's being toxic yeah. like, and I'm not trying to like blow things out of proportion it's oh. more just to you know look out for yourself because yeah. if you do see these red flags um, you know it's it's an opportunity to look at your relationship and see, okay, how does this make me feel? Mm-hmm. Do I feel nervous around my partner? You know, is does... Walking on eggshells kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Do I feel, you know, afraid to bring things up with them? Yeah. You know, if I want to communicate with them or talk about things in the relationship, how they make you feel, does that make you nervous or feel like, you know, there might be backlash if you bring it up? Like, yeah. those are red flags. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, so, you know, the earlier you spot these things the better because unfortunately the longer you stay in an abusive relationship the harder it can be to to leave Mm -hmm. so you know there is this assumption that it um, either has to be really serious or it has to be physical but like say for example like um, one example of emotional abuse would be, you know, threats of violence okay. or uh, threats of being shut out or given the silent treatment, things like that. Because, you know, you could be going out with someone and they might have never, you know, physically hit you or mm-hmm. hurt you in any way, but they might have threatened to do that. Or even if they haven't threatened to do that, you know that they're capable of violence. Yeah. So yeah. you might have seen them on fights on nights out, you know, So you, or they might go around the house, you know, banging doors if they're in a mood or if you're in the car with them they might speed things like that yeah. so they really put you on edge yeah. you know 
that that pit feeling in your stomach oh your heart yeah 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 and like the longer you're in that relationship the harder it is to listen to that pit feeling in your stomach It'd be like you go feel and wash it down yeah. you you nearly tell yourself to you don't like the feeling obviously you nearly tell yourself to shut up nearly you nearly tell that pit to go away stop 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 and completely yeah. because what that is is you keeping yourself safe mm. um, because you know one of the things that we talk about a lot now which is great that there is um, conversations around it is gaslighting yeah. mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if people truly understand what gaslighting yeah, is I don't, I, I don't think I do for yeah. people talk about it I'm like no I don't, I don't You'll know it when you hear the explanation okay. You'll be like yeah, I, yeah. yeah yeah, Well and people use it in different situations yeah, But right. you know in terms of like intimate relationships mm-hmm. So basically gaslighting It can often happen at the very start of a relationship mm-hmm. And it's very insidious It happens very slowly So what it is is It's where the person you're going out with Makes you doubt yourself and question yourself And feel crazy a bit yeah. Exactly yeah. So they'll say things like you know Oh my god you're being so dramatic Or that's all in your head Or that never happened like that I don't know what you're talking about or oh my god you sound absolutely mental and is that if you bring up a situation to them like if you're explaining something something to them that made you sad or worried or if yeah. I was to explain it to someone and they say oh you're just you're just mad yeah. you're crazy or, just, or like yeah, totally. But you're only explaining how something they did made you feel, but they just push it back on you as if you're you're mental. To some, yeah, so they'll, you. they'll often do that. They'll, you know, play the victim themselves and they'll make you question something that you know to be true. So one of the um, really interesting examples I think we saw recently of the well, not so recently, but was in Love Island this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so when uh, it was between Gemma and Luca, so... Basically, Gemma was chatting to one of the guys. I don't know who it was. And he put his arm around her. You probably remember this. And, you know, she she moved his arm away. And, like, straight away. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then Luca just completely, like, blew it out of proportion. He was like, you were flirting with him. Like, you were all over him. And she was like, I wasn't. Like, no, no, that didn't happen. And she knew, like... What it was. 100% she knew, no, like I pushed his arm off me, you know, I didn't do that at all. And you could see her in the diary room, like, you know, say, or the whatever it's called. Yeah. um, You know, saying like, no, it didn't happen like that. And then as it goes on, like as the night goes on, you can see her starting to question herself. You know, she says to the girls, I didn't. No, I didn't. Did I? You know, did, did I do that? And it's so slow and it can be so hard to pick up on. Mm. But that's it. It instills this moment of doubt in you that you think what your partner is doing um, is all your fault. Yeah. That it's not how you remember it, that you're being dramatic and that, you know, if you continue the way you are, you're, you're going to lose them. Yeah. It's mad when you break it down like that. It's like it? you're in a constant like fight or flight. Mm. And then I think like the up and ups and down of things keep people in because they're like so... You're hooked like, on that. Yeah. And yeah. You, you want to be like... Not pressing them, but you want to be like better for a that. trauma bond, isn't that that's, what you? Yeah, literally, yeah, yeah. trauma bond. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what you know, like when we talk about things like this, and you know, you say, "But sure, why didn't you just leave?" Or I'd never put up with that. Mm-hmm. But because it happens so slowly, you don't actually realize it until yeah. you're in Slip it. Into yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know, the thing is, is you know, you always say like, but sure, I would never let that happen to me. Like, I'm an empowered woman, you, you know. You think that until you're in it. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. Yeah. And also, your partner isn't abusive all the time. Yeah. So you will constantly get this push and pull of, you know, like horrible treatment, but then like little Amazing. brief moments yeah, of yeah. love. So yeah. it's like, they are in there. The person that I knew at the start of the yeah. relationship, they are in there. So you hook on to yeah. that because... You have that, but you also have the fact that they've been putting you down and treating you like crap for mm. so long. Yeah. You know, you that forget about you hook on to any bit of love and affection that you can. Mm-hmm. So that that's why it can be really, really yeah. hard to yeah. leave. We often get why does girls... Why make me upset? Not upset, like, but... Oh. <laughs> oh. No, I'm not upset. I just think here and stuff like that explained. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. But, and that's what people need. That's why we're doing this because like people don't know what that is. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. But like you said, in the moment of things, you don't see it like that. Yeah. yeah. It's so hard to clock stuff like that. And like you said, like people can say to you, 
I'd never let myself be treated like that or why don't you leave and stuff mm-hmm. but the push and pull keeps you there because yeah. you're like oh but he is I can see the yeah. nice part of him why yeah. can't he be that all the time yeah because yeah. people obviously see the bad part of things yeah and say like oh my god leave like run yeah and then, it's, the, it's the pull that keeps you there yeah. kind of thing yeah and that's so hard on you as well mm. because you know if if you are this like I don't strong, know why I got so overwhelmed. No, for that's a minute. Okay. I don't know what. <laughs> but like you know, this is what's hard. Like you know, this mm-hmm. brings stuff up for people yeah. because yeah. they don't realize. Yeah. Like when I'm talking about red fly- flags on social media, and I'm trying to make it like cool and interesting. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm also aware. Like people are going to be reading this and realizing. You know, there's going to be like things going off clicks. in their head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why you know it is so important to talk about it so it's like more out there in the universe in society so people are more aware of it that it's not this like jarring shock when you do hear about it but you're made feel like it's your fault but that's you know what I want absolutely everyone Everyone. listening to know is it is not your fault it is never your fault you Mm -hmm. know and you know, people will say as well, oh, but sure, she was, you know, abusive back or things like that. People who are going through this will always try and push back a little bit to test the boundaries, to see okay. what's safe, to see what's okay. Yeah. yeah, That's understandable, you know, but no one deserves to treat you abusively. No one deserves mm-hmm. to treat you horribly. Everyone deserves to have a healthy and a happy relationship. Yeah. yeah. I like the way though that you, you, you were talking about like different levels of it kind of thing because I know the word abuse... It's a, it's a heavy word, obviously, but mm. and and like that, probably growing up, the word abuse, you do only resonate with physical abuse. Yeah, I I know I did it, and it's kind of one of them things that you think, oh, that never happened. to Yeah, like, that'll I'm never not... happen to me. But like, yeah. I think girls and especially girls who listen to us and stuff need to realize it. There aren't levels of it, and there shouldn't be levels of it. Like, yeah, mental abuse, like you said, sometimes can have a longer lasting effect. Totally on someone. Yeah, then. Not them physical. I don't like to compare them, but you know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say, like, there are as long of an yeah, effect. There yeah, there are there are levels of it, like, yeah. and, and you shouldn't have to settle for one thing and not settle for another because it doesn't meet the demographic of what it's meant to be. Kind yeah, of thing. Absolutely, and that's you know why we're trying to encourage everyone to go on to the website and learn the red flags. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know get the information empower yourself with the information so you know what's okay what's not okay even if you're not seeing someone now you know if you have friends in your life um, who could be going through this right now more than likely there's people in your life who are either going through this or have gone through this Mm -hmm. so it's better to have the information there you know learn about the red flags we also have a relationship quiz that you can take to kind of um, gauge you know how Mm. your relationship makes you feel Mm -hmm. Um, and it's kind of like a barometer of where your relationship is at like if it's you know, healthy, if it's maybe a little bit unhealthy Mm -hmm. or, you know, if maybe you should be seeking um, some further support. And uh, we have like information on the different types of abuse, um, all the like different ways that abuse can happen, like gaslighting and love bombing is another one as well. Yeah, we get a lot of people writing in uh, dilemmas and stuff and they say, Oh, well, this guy was so good the first few months, and then it went downhill, and yeah. that's th- that is love bombing. Like, so. but he was so lovely at yeah. the beginning, but yeah. now he's just a yeah. different person. What's yeah. the exact kind of definition as well of that? Yeah, so basically, um, it's a form of em- emotional manipulation, and it's a red flag for emotional abuse. So what it is is um, when somebody basically bombs you with love, attention, affection, presence, text messages, you know, all that stuff, likes, comments on all your social media. Paragraphs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You know, bringing you out to fancy dinners, all this kind of stuff. Um, And it basically kind of wears you down and it, in some ways, it it's, can be hard to um, see where a line has been crossed because, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff can feel really normal when you yeah. first start going out with someone. Yeah. Be, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You could so be a really nice, nice yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 And like, oh, he wants to be with me all the time. Yeah. But if you feel like you can't say no to them or, you know, like you owe them something in return, yeah. then that's where the red flag is. That's where the line has been crossed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they say things like, oh, well, sure, I was so nice to you today or I brought you to the cinema, you better have sex with me later. Or, you know, 
uh, but sure, it's so nice when it's just the two of us. Why do you want to go hang out with your friends? I love when it's just the two of us. Yeah. You know, so what that is, is slowly, slowly isolating you because that's one of the big red flags of abuse is Huge, yeah. isolating you from your friends, trying mm-hmm. to get you to spend less time with your friends saying, you know, that they hate you, that they don't really want to spend time with you or that they don't like your partner, you know, things like that. Yeah. So, Do you think it's because they're afraid of like, if you spend more time with a friend, you can t- talk about what he's doing what to you and doing. then your friend is potentially going to tell you that's wrong. Do you think yeah. that's, is that why they like take it away? Can I Absolutely. Because yeah. in situations of abuse, the, the whole goal is for you to become completely dependent on the relationship. The one person. It's yeah. all about power and control. Mm-hmm. So when you're in an abusive relationship, you don't have any power or control over your life, over your relationship. Um, you know, in situations of abuse, uh, you are completely cut off from all of your supports, be that... Uh, family. Yeah. So you don't see your family as often. Friends, you know, you're isolated from your friends or you're told they don't want to hang out with you. Um, you're spending too much time with them. I wish you'd spend more time with me. Um, work. You work too much. I wish you'd spend more, you know, time just us. Why mm-hmm. don't you reduce your hours? Things like that. Education. They cu- try and cut that off. Um, why do you need to study? I'll look after you. I'll pay for everything. All those kinds of things, you know. Mm-hmm. So it can happen in so many different yeah, ways. Yeah. But what it is, is it's slowly um, making your world smaller and smaller and smaller so that you then become completely dependent on the relationship. And then, you know, when it gets to a um, a point where, um, well, it's not that it necessarily gets to a point because there's not this like peak of abuse. Yeah. And it's like, that's what, it, that's abuse there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the things that often will happen is that then if you try and test it, maybe they'll say things like, well, you can't break up with me. I'll kill myself. Yeah. That's one of the things we hear all, all the time. The time. Mm. And that is illegal. That's a crime. Is it? Wow. So abuse is a crime. A Abuse is coercive control. So coercive control, yeah, it's a pattern of abuse. Because, mm-hmm. you know, everyone has disagreements. You yeah. know, everyone has, you know, fights, things like that. Family, friends, your boyfriend, whatever. But if it forms a consistent pattern, that's when it's defined as coercive control. And coercive control is now a crime in Ireland. Wow. Yeah. Didn't know Jeez. that. I didn't know yeah. that either. There's lots of legal protections there for young people. Yeah, I think yeah. that they don't realise. Don't know about, yeah. Another one is Coco's Law. So this was brought in around two years ago, I've I think. That, yeah. yeah. Why do I feel like I've heard, definitely heard of that? Yeah. Is that online abuse? So it's um, about intimate images. So oh, like wow. nudes, oh, yeah, things yeah. like that. Okay. So basically, um, it's now illegal to share um, intimate images or videos of someone else without their consent. So what that means is, just say, you know, you were going out with someone, you sent them consensually yeah. photos or videos of yourself. Um, and then later on, they either share those with someone else without your consent mm-hmm. or if they even threaten to share them. So they say... So if the threat is there... Even. Yeah, that is a crime and you can go to the guards for that. Wow. Um, I don't think many people know that even yeah. the threat of it. So before, two years ago, that wasn't a crime. Like no, someone yeah. could do that and nothing would happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's scary. And you know, that is one of the things that people will use after a relationship has broken yeah. up. They'll say, well, if you don't get back to me, I'm going to share all these photos with everyone, you know. Yeah, or like ruin your life or yeah. something like, something yeah. like that. Yeah. But oh that's God. why, you know, I think young women need to learn these things because mm-hmm. I think the more... Uh, we see that like laws like that exist. They exist for a reason because this stuff is serious. It's not just like he's being, you know, an asshole. He's being toxic Mm. or he said this like, there is a reason behind it. There is a reason behind it. Yeah, laws are there to protect young women. Like if if someone listening is like kind of being like, Jesus, I'm going through things like this. What kind of supports are there available that that you offer? And what's the next step as well as they can take if they realise they're being abused? Yeah. Um, so I suppose first of all just to say you know when you do realise this stuff it can be really distressing and it can be difficult to hear and you know you might even go into a state of denial and that's completely normal Mm -hmm. I suppose you know you know what's best for you you know what's safest for you Um, so do listen to yourself and be kind to yourself but it is so important that you reach out and try and talk to someone about it because you first of all might feel really isolated or you might also start telling yourself but it's not that it's not that serious if something feels off at all it's worth talking to someone about it and it doesn't have to be you know a friend or family member if that feels too close 
it can sometimes help to speak to someone who's on the outside. Yeah. So, um, you know, anyone at all can phone the Women's Age 24-Hour National Free Phone Helpline. Mm -hmm. So that's 1800-341-900. And we also have an instant messaging support service, so a chat service on the 2NTU website. Um, And that's completely free and confidential. And, you know, things like that can seem like really... Um, serious and like intimidating mm. and like oh god but sure that's not for me yeah if something feels off just go on and is, yeah. chat through it because yeah, put we it out have, there anyway like, exactly yeah. even if you know it's all fine it's still worth chatting to someone um, and chatting it through because you know the people who operate the helpline they have so much experience dealing with situations like this mm-hmm. they know how complex um, relationships are abuses um, you know even if it's not for you if you're worried about a friend yeah like, I'm going to ask that what can, yeah. what can a friend do? so those services are there for yeah. you as well so okay. if you're worried about someone in your life you can also call the helpline or you can go on the instant messaging um, service and okay. say it's about my yeah. friend yeah. I'm concerned what to do or yeah really? absolutely mm-hmm. and also um, on the 2 and 2 website, we have a whole help a friend page. Oh, so it okay. kind of takes you through like, you know, how to broach the conversation, mm-hmm. like the safest way to do it, little practical tips, um, you know, questions you can ask them um, and, you know, how to keep yourself safe and someone else safe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for example, um, just say make sure is like maybe bring something up. Um, so it gives an example, like you can say, you know, that's not normal. Mm. Like, that's not okay that he does that. Mm. Um, or, you know, what to do if maybe they deny it or they don't want to hear it. You know, it gives you things that you can say there or even practical tips like saving the helpline number in your phone or giving them a bit of cash that they can put it away in case they need to get like a taxi or taxi a bus in an emergency, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, safety tips like never speaking about it to their partner because mm. that can further isolate escalate. them oh, yeah. and escalate it yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and it can push you and your friend in danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that chat service is really good because I think a lot of people might be wor- scared to actually call. Yeah. Mm. But I chat is kind of like we're so used to always texting yeah. anyway yeah. that it makes it more... Texting is always easier. Yeah. You, you, I, like sometimes I'd be nervous to ring a Chinese. Like, yeah. like you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I'd say my hate making yeah. phone calls. I hate making phone calls. Yeah. I still make my mom ring the doctor for me yeah. and all. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to speak to someone. Yeah. So the fact that there is that that helpline there and you can, yeah. we're all so used to texting every day anyway. anyway so yeah. that wouldn't feel any strange to do so. And that's exactly why we said it. Well, yeah. We yeah. set it up with young with young women in mind. In mind because yeah. who likes to make phone calls anymore? No, yes, <laughs> absolutely not. What are the biggest red flags of abuse, I suppose, like other than love bombing, gaslighting? Like what else? If someone's looking out from the outside or they're in it, what should they look out for? Yeah, so, um, you know, some of the very simple things are like mm-hmm. uh, somebody wanting to look through your phone. Um, you know, wanting to see who you're talking to all the time, knowing yeah. your passwords. So what is that? That's not a reflection of a healthy relationship. Mm-mm, In a healthy no. relationship, the person you're going out with, they trust you. Yeah. They don't need to know who you're talking to all the time. Yeah. Um, another one is... Like, uh, like sending pictures of where you are and stuff like that. Like yeah. They ask for stuff like that. Hey? Yeah. Or, you know, if you're out with mates and they text you and you don't text them back straight away or else they'll get angry. Yeah. Um, or they'll send you loads of texts being like, why are you ignoring me? You know, like you should want to talk to me all the time or when will you be home? That kind of stuff. And it makes you be like have your phone in your hand all the time because mm-hmm. you're like I don't want to get in, tr- in trouble right? it's like yeah. Yeah. that's what you feel well, like. even the fact of saying in trouble yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I know. like oh my god you shouldn't have to yeah. be scared of no. the yeah. person you're with yeah. Yeah. and that's one thing you can look out for in friends as well if, is if you know you're out with them and they seem a little bit distant or like they're constantly kind of like checking, checking their phone mm. um, for you know their partner to kind of be checking in on them and yeah. like how long will it be like Oh, you're out with her again. Like, she's not, she's a bad influence on you. Starting fights on nights out and stuff, I feel like, as well. Mm. Yeah. they want you to be like only thinking of them. Yeah. So they'll like. To not enjoy yourself. Yeah. Like, yeah. Know, yeah. And that's yeah. really intimidating. Yeah, it you is. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one as well is, again, you know, wanting to spend all your time together. Yeah. Mm. Um, what else? Oh, telling you what to wear. I know you were talking about that the other day. <gasps> and we were like, we would. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but that can happen in really like sneaky Subtle ways. Subtle ways, yeah. yeah, that you don't think in the moment is like, it would probably get worse or like would yeah. affect you so much. They mightn't even say exactly you shouldn't wear you that, shouldn't but wear they that. might be like, 
Mm, like it's not like yeah. not make you feel good about what you're wearing if you feel good or they make a they make a slight comment about it kind of thing mm. yeah and or it makes you feel oh I should why why should I wear this yeah. then or if they frame it as a compliment I think it's How the do they sneakiest do that? oh yeah so they say oh I'm, I you look so much prettier when you wear makeup or like a backhanded so, compliment yeah. kind of so you look so much nicer when you wear that or I have better fashion sense than you no mm. offence but you know maybe you should wear this mm. yeah wow. that's a really sneaky one I think. you don't yeah. see all the ways that like it can be done like yeah. there's so many sneaky ways that yeah. things can be said totally yeah um, what else uh, I suppose some of the more serious ones are things around you know sex mm. like we forget there's a lot of conversation now around consent mm-hmm. but I think it tends to centre around one night stands things like that but we don't talk about consent in relationships consent is so important even if you're in a relationship and you know your partner shouldn't assume that there's consent there even if you've been going out for five years years. and consent it's not this big clunky thing like do you consent to this you know it doesn't have to be the form do yeah Yeah, are you saying you know it's things like does that feel good you know do you you like that you know it can be it's it's so easy Um, but you know if if you know your boyfriend is like maybe you know pressuring you or if you're tired and you're like oh I don't know and you kind of just say oh do you know what I'll yeah whatever I'll just do it Mm. like that's not healthy no you know um or things like you know wanting to do um things that you're not comfortable with like maybe really rough sex that you're not you know you're not ready for Mm -hmm. or even at the very start like how fast you want to move like when you do you want to first have sex to be able to talk about that or you know um to be able to have healthy conversations about sex in the first place mm-hmm. is really, you know, that's a really good reflection of a healthy relationship is yeah. to be able to have open, open. communication mm-hmm. and, you know, set your boundaries, set your physical boundaries, set your sexual boundaries because that empowers both of you. And if yeah. you're with somebody who cares about you, they will want to be able to make you feel like that, yeah. to make you feel loved yeah. and cared for. Mm. Yeah. And it should feel like something that you both want to do all the time because it's a two-person thing. Yeah. It's it like should it shouldn't be, be a one-handed way. Yeah, or if you're not up for it, then, like, don't be afraid to not. Yeah. To, not just yeah. To, to please someone don't else. Feel, yeah, don't yeah. feel like you're there for his pleasure. Like, yeah. that's, that's not your job at no. all. No. So how can people... I suppose listen support the Two Into You campaign. Kind of spread the message of it. Yeah, so... Um, we just want, really want to keep the momentum going with mm-hmm. it. We want people to be loud about it because more than likely someone you know, a friend, a sister, a cousin, you know, a workmate, whatever, will be going through this or know someone who's going through this. Yeah. So we really need people to be loud about this on social media. Yeah. Um. So we're on uh, Instagram and Twitter at the moment. We don't have a TikTok yet. We need to get one. TikTok is great for all yeah. That. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so hopefully that's coming in the future. Um, but at the moment we're uh, mainly, mainly on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and we share lots of helpful stuff on there, you know, like the red flags, um, things to watch out for, mm-hmm. things like that. So it's always good to just go on and follow it. So it's at to into you um, and share it to your story because mm. there could be people going through, flicking through your stories and you never know who might need to see it. Yeah. So, you know, the louder we can be about this, the better because there are so many young people, young women in particular affected by this Um, and you know it is part of a broader conversation on gender based violence as well you know because we talk about things like sexism catcalling um, things like that but you know women unfortunately are at most danger from men who they know Yeah. so you know like when Ashley Murphy was killed Mm. like that really created a national conversation around women's safety and it's horrific that a young girl had to die in order for that for to happen. For the conversation to happen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, people need to realise that it's not just strangers who commit violence against women. It is people in their lives and it's majority men in their lives yeah. who they know. Who are supposed to love them. Like, who are yeah. supposed to love them yeah. and care about them. Mm-hmm. You know, so unfortunately, this is common. It happens. It is serious. But the more we talk about it, you know, on social media, in our friend groups, on nights out, you know, in the bathroom, in the yeah, girls' bathroom, yeah. the better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, because then it'll create less stigma around it and then That's whoever what I feel is, like it is. I think, sorry to cut across you, that's mm. what I think it is. Like a lot of people are like, 
like we had a conversation before you came in about like learning about sex in school and all mm, and they yeah. bring people from outside in and the boys and girls are separated and I think we were kind of brought up for conversations like that to be taboo nearly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it's like ingrained in us now that we think the different forms are of abuse are like taboo to talk about. Yeah, yeah But totally. like having things like the Instagram page and stuff, we're all on Instagram. Like and even yeah. one of us are, it just yeah. makes it an easier place to not even speak about it and share it, but to learn about it, to educate yourself about it. Because yeah. I know personally for me, if I like wanted to ever learn about like the in-depth forms of abuse, I think it would be this big formal form. No. English I wouldn't understand and like yeah. stuff you'd be like, that goes straight over my head. But the fact of like an Instagram page and like yeah. sharing things easily that we can all understand. Exactly. And be aware yeah. All of the language we use is all like... Normal. Yeah, it's all normal <laughs> That's what I language. call it, yeah. Exactly. Not yeah. the big long words. Yeah, no. yeah. And it's all, you know, tailored for young people yeah. so that they can see themselves in it. It's mm. not like, yeah, exactly this very like formal. No, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, the yeah the Instagram page is great um, and there's loads of information on the website so like anyone at all even if you're just curious if yeah. something sparks a bit of curiosity in you from this go on to the website a have a look um, and do share it yeah. because you know it could be happening to someone you know and the thing is the reason that so many young women don't talk about this and we know this from our research is that the majority of them are scared that they won't be believed. Yeah. So, you know, there is that stigma out there and there is the, well, why didn't you leave? Or, you know, in things like rape cases, well, what was she wearing? You know, it's that same kind of language around yeah. putting the blame on, on the girl, on the girl yeah. but it's yeah. not. The only person who is responsible for that is the person who's being abusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, you know, we really do need to change the conversation around yeah. it. And the more we talk about it, the more people who are going through this, you know, that fear might get a little bit smaller. Yeah, we'll share it definitely across our... Hold my drink Instagram page and across our, our own yeah. ones anyway. Thank so you so much. If don't thank us, Jesus. No, <laughs> if you um are listening to this now and you're looking for the page, you can't find it. It'll be on our socials oh, nice. anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's so important to educate people because we were talking before we start recording as well that you're not taught like stuff what a relate no. what a good relationship and a bad relationship looks yeah. like. It's yeah. just like you think like going into stuff. Sometimes you think these things are normal. It's only afterwards you're like, God, yeah. that was really. Remember you were up. Br- remember you were brought up to to learn uh, or to kind of be told. Oh, if a boy's hitting you, he likes you. If yeah. he's mean, exactly. If, yeah, yeah, if he's mean, if he's, yeah, if he's if mean, he's slagging you, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Like, or yeah. picking on you? Yeah, the bars on yeah. the floor, like. Oh, the bars Bits in of hell. Yeah. <laughs> that's what we say. Like if that's how things are like, talked to you when you're younger, yeah, yeah. 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 It's mm. mad when you think about it. Yeah, but I like think that. we're progressing in open up conversations. Yeah, even the fact that more younger girls are phoning in and stuff is a good sign. Yeah, yeah, because they're being more open about. It. I think even the conversation with mental health is opening, so it's all open. A bigger can of work, yeah. which is good. Yeah. More doors are open into yeah. all the conversations where you, you used to think were taboo and you weren't meant Scared to talk, to talk about. about. And yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. And you know, like it seems so silly, like saying something like, "Oh, just share it, just share it." Since Thursday when we launched, yeah. we have seen a huge rise in people wow. coming to the website. Really? So it's just shown like that is how people are finding out about it. it. Is, yeah. You know, we have posters that go in the back of bathroom doors as well. Like oh. people see them sometimes mm-hmm. but yeah. like that is so you know limited yeah, but forward. social media is huge there is so yeah. much power there and you don't need to be an influencer to share something no. like, no. like it's, it could be one person you help and that's exactly and that's, doing, that's important doing yeah. good of it yeah Mary thank you so much thank you so much for coming in we really really appreciate yeah. it and like we said we'll um, share yeah. the Instagram page and everything and, think, and that's helped a lot of people yeah. I can already tell yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can see the messages already yeah. saying yeah. thank you for coming in so huge thank you Mary oh, thank you so much for having me thank you so Secrets in the Stalls is where we help you with advice or dilemmas that you might have we also answer more of them in our Home Drink Extra Juice that comes out on Mondays Extra Juice this week was amazing so if you haven't listened to that Go back and listen to it. Yeah, it was really good. I really we were on a them. roll. Yeah. The word blowjobs came up so The word blowjobs, yeah. And sex goddess and porn <laughs> star came up. <laughs> so if you like the sound of that, yeah. listen to that. Um, it's kind of about like having the conversations that you'd have with girls in a girl's bathroom of a nightclub yeah. to tell you things that you need to hear. Yeah. So the first one is, so me and this girl, let's call her Mia, have been best friends since we were like four or five. So she's such good such good fun when she is around. I love her and her family. We started primary school together and we grew closer from there. However, we then moved on to secondary school and drifted apart for a while, which does happen. 
She made new friends and so did I, which was grand. I didn't particularly miss her when this happened, as I did find when we got older, she started releasing her true colours. She's one to make sly remarks to me when we're in a group of people. I think it's put me down sometimes, and to which I do take to heart, as the way she puts it can be hurtful sometimes. This was happening in primary school too, when I think back about the days. However, coming towards the end of secondary school, we did get back in contact and I became close again. It was so nice having her back as a friend, but then I started noticing the sly remarks happening again. Usually I'm the type of person that would speak up about it, but when it comes to me, I just simply can't. I don't know why. Then secondary school finished. She moved to Limerick for college and so did I. She got into a relationship and I also did. We were still in touch and used to me up all the, up until recently by hypnosis and the same thing happening. I never once confronted her about it. She's an insecure type and suffers with mental health. I don't want to be the one to trigger anything when it comes to her mental health. I just feel like when we meet up, it's like a therapy session for her. I've always been there for her and her mum and dad even say that to me. But she knows nothing about me or my life. To be honest, I don't think she even knows what I do in my job. She has no idea about my future plans at all, but when she's around my mum and dad, it's a completely different story. She's the nicest of nicest girls. I just don't get it. Anyways, we decided to go on holiday together, and again, I noticed the slide jigs and comments happening again. She said one that really triggered me, and to be honest, it seriously fucking pissed me off. It was how I treat my boyfriend like shit. Girls, I love the boy with all my heart, honestly. I know for sure I don't, and I was so annoyed about what she said, and felt so worried that my boyfriend felt like that. Like I did treat him like this, so I went into overthinking mode about what she said. I then asked my boyfriend if he felt like I did and he disagreed and reassured assured me I didn't. He has a heart of gold and sorry, and said to ignore her. I did say to her how it wasn't nice what she said and then continued on to say how she didn't mean it like that and completely flipped the whole comment around and made out she didn't just say what she said. Just like you, Charlene, I have, oh, me. I have such a good gut instinct about people. I know she meant what she said. Fast forward to a few weeks later, I asked her to go out and things we're all going grand until she cheated on her boyfriend. It's not the first time she's done it and it really annoys me that she does this. Her boyfriend's so lovely. She then belittles the situation by saying it was only a kiss when it wasn't. It's not my relationship so I don't want to get involved but I just simply don't trust her and I feel so sorry for him. She barely asks to meet up and when she does she doesn't follow through with the plans. I used to try and arrange a lot to meet up but I just saw a completely different side to her and I've stopped asking recently to see if she could be bothered to come visit or arrange a day out. She's been going out and can't ask me to join her. Typing this all out makes me realise how bad of a friend she's been over the years. We've been friends for so long, but I genuinely just don't think I want to continue a friendship with her. My question is, should I let her do her or how can I unfriend someone without any drama or bad vibes? Wow. Jesus. My God. She sounds like not a good friend. No. I think... Don't ever feel bad from removing toxic energy from your life. Like, if it's not bringing you anything or offering you anything or, like... Even in a friendship, not just relationships, but even in a friendship, it shouldn't be a one-sided thing. Like, yeah. it should always be that you're both there for each other equally and you both help each other equally. Yeah. And like, she just sounds like a black cloud. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Like, I'm really sorry to say that, but some people just are in, are in your life and are just aren't a good presence in your life. Yeah. And they might have been when you were younger because you have different values and different outlook on life, but... Oh... I feel like unfriending someone, like, it's not like a breakup. I feel like you're better off just letting it leave. Fizzle out. Yeah, and if yeah. she's not inviting you to stuff, it's like, oh, thank God, she's yeah. doing She's <laughs> not, like, on me. She's not trying to still yeah. be my friend. Um, But I feel like someone, when you meet someone when you're really young, it's like a relationship. Mm. You, you both change. You morph into different people. Yeah. Like, they're not always going to be in your life. And just because someone's been in your life for time... They have to stay there. Doesn't mean they have to stay there. Yeah. And, like, as sad as it is, people do just change. Yeah. And sometimes that's what it is. But I think let her do her. Let her keep living her life like that. I think you'll be grateful that she's not in your life. But like at least you can say you had a nice venture at the very start. Yeah. But like apart from that, it's like what, what? did she really bring yeah. you? Like other than be you being afraid of confronting her. Yeah. Like telling her you, telling you you treat your boyfriend like shit when you don't. When she's the one out cheating on her fella and you know about it and that's putting you in a fucking awful yeah. position. Like, you don't want to get involved in something like that. That's not a healthy. It's like... It's like a relationship. It's not a healthy friendship. No, yeah. Do you know? Regardless so. of if it's friendship or relationships, if something's not healthy in your life and not benefiting your life and not having a good purpose in your life, it shouldn't be there. It shouldn't be there. Yeah. Definitely. I know it's obviously hard to think of like, like, do you tell someone, hi, I don't want to be friends with you? No. That's the thing. I know. I don't think you do. I just think you get the vibes off someone if they don't want to be in your life or not. So if... Let them do them. This chick isn't picking up on those vibes if you're not like responding to her or asking her places like yeah let it yeah. be that yeah. maybe they're both having that yeah feeling 
Yeah, don't dwell on it. Let it fizzle. Now that you've typed this, like you said, at that the just end, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Putting things down in black and white in front of you might make you actually realize Jesus. And you do. I think you do know. Like, she's not a good input into my life. Yeah. So I think just let it fizzle. And sometimes it takes someone just type you saying out loud where you're like, Shit, yeah, or what, listening what to somebody from the outside. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank God she hasn't got into your boyfriend's head or. Yeah, like her, her randomly. Yeah, that could have started a huge fight. Yeah, her saying that you treat your boyfriend badly is a reflection on herself. She knows that she treats her boyfriend badly. Literally, mm. exactly what it is. So yeah. she doesn't want to be painted as the bad guy, so she's going to try and paint you. Paint as you as the bad guy. No. Moving on, then the next one we have is so me and my boyfriend have been together for five years. Recently, I got a message on Instagram DMs from a fake account saying that my boyfriend was cheating on me, but never said who they were or who he was cheating with. As soon as I got the text, I rang my boyfriend crying, asking him who he was cheating with. He told me he wasn't, and I knew by him that he wasn't lying. I saw him later on that day, and he showed me his phone, and I didn't find anything suspicious. I have never in my head before that text thought that my boyfriend would cheat. We were very close, and he would never find hide his phone or lie about where he is. Since that message, I feel like it's ruined my mental health with my relationship. I feel myself constantly overthinking or being paranoid when he's on his phone. He gives me no reason to, but out of six years we have been together, no one has texted me a message like that. I really don't know what to think. There has been a group of girls he used to work with who don't like me, and the day after he left his job, I got that message. So my head has been wrecked since. I'd really love your advice. That's the girls. That's not nice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, to give someone, to not give someone, like, any context, to text someone that and not give them any proof or, like, any information about it like that's not fair because you're basically playing with their mind and not giving them it in solid to go off I wouldn't believe it no no No. I know it's obviously your head is wrecked now thinking that but if you know your boyfriend you're with him five years if you know your boyfriend he gave you his phone you know he isn't lying about it he gives you no reason to think that he would ever cheat don't believe it that's someone trying to fuck up what you have because they're jealous they're jealous and it's, it's such like the group of girls that don't like it, the day after he leaves, like that, sends that message. Like. Yeah. If someone really did want to tell you that your boyfriend was cheating and it was true, they'd give you solid evidence. Or on that. a real account. Yeah, yeah. Or get, or on a fake, like fair if enough. If they want to do it anonymously. Yeah, yeah, they could do it, but like give you like a little bit of like person, place. Yeah. And what happened, like. Yeah. You can't just say you your boyfriend. You want to help, help the girl in the relationship and out the boyfriend. You're going to give them solid, hard proof. Yeah. Whereas because this is just a message, yeah, your fella's cheating on you. That's someone trying to fuck up what you have because they're jealous of what you have. Yeah. Don't let it ruin it. I know it's easier said than done. Try your best not to be paranoid, not to overthink it. Like, if you, no one knows your boyfriend like you. Yeah. And you know, you said it yourself, you know he's not lying, you know he wouldn't do that. Try your best because it could only end up affecting you and that'd be really awful. Yeah. And you're like letting someone random who just typed a message mm. affect that. Like, no, no. Try your best not to think yeah. about it. And no, ignore those bitches, delete that message, and fuck them. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not too true. much a coincidence for it yeah. to be the next day. Like. Once you know it's not true, that's all you need to worry about. Exactly. So the last one is I'm with my boyfriend three years, and the other week his parents heard us having sex. Oh. They screamed at him and told us to have more respect, which I'm obviously heartbroken over because that's the last thing I would have wanted was to disrespect them. I would love some advice because I can't shake the guilt and the feeling that they now hate me. I love his mom to bits, but his dad can be hit or miss. By the way, I absolutely love the podcast. It makes my week listening to it in the car feel like you are my best friend. Oh, we are all best friends. As, as like, much as they screamed at you or him, like, and said to have more respect, like, parents get it. Like, they know. They know you're shagging. Yeah. They know. Like, they've been young before. Like, yeah. it's probably more of a thing where they, they were screaming because they felt like they... They felt uncomfortable. Yeah, they felt yeah. uncomfortable. Like they had to like make a point of it because they don't want to be hearing it. Obviously, you no, be hearing yeah. that, but I don't think it would make them feel any differently about it. It's not no. like they, it's not like they're now just discovering these or having mm. sex. I you think know? if you really did want to kind of move past it and shake the feeling of guilt and and make make it known that they don't hate it, would you say it was ma'am? I think girl to girl, I'd say it was ma'am. Oh. I would. I'd bring it up. Would you? Yeah, I think even in the, in my past relationship, I think if if the, I'm thinking of me, if that happened and they oh, shared flowers me, or something. 
I'd say I'd just say it. Sorry, for, you heard me shagging. Yeah, I'd just say I I am so embarrassed. Like I'm so sorry that that happened. I would never. Oh, if you were yeah. in his house, you're obviously in his house. Yeah. So you'd just be like, I never ever want to make you feel uncomfortable in your house. Like because so you wouldn't actually mention the set. Okay. No, don't okay, say okay, the word okay, sex okay. But you about know what you're about talking about. And okay. Just say, I am so sorry. I'll never. Never let that happen. You'll never have to, yeah. Just to break the ice and just to know you can move past it without dancing around the fact that that's of it true. Being on eggshells around each other. Yeah, that is just true. a polite way of saying like you are in his in their house. To be honest, if it's his mom and dad's house, yeah, you are in their house. They're not shouting at you for having sex with their son. They're shouting at you, or they're shouting at you because they're uncomfortable with it, which is. Yeah. Normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah it's exactly. not because you're having sex. It's they just don't like, want to be. Yeah, la la la. la don't yeah. want to hear this. Like, yeah. As it's like you hearing your parents having sex. You don't want to hear it. I'd be shouting at them. Oh my nice. god, yeah. I'd be traumatized. Yeah. So they're obviously the same. They don't want to hear their son having sex. It's yeah. Weird. Yeah. They gave birth to that. But it's child. De- like, it's definitely not something that they'll ever hate you. No, you can't. You can't. And like, and if you just might laugh at it, like being comfortable with his parents about stuff like sex and yeah. They and you can like that, yeah. yeah. In a few years, you'll laugh like yeah. at the wedding, hopefully. Yeah, oh, you can say it in a speech. Yeah. I remember when I heard that. Yeah. Don't worry. I know it feels like the worst thing in the world right it's now because it's natural. Yeah, like it's it's one of the things where you feel like the want the ground to swallow. swallow. You. I know that feeling. Like oh. you're honestly, you'll be fine, and they'll they will never hate you. I think say it to her. Say it to the mom. You think so? Yeah. 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 Like if I you just don't think I'd have the ball. If if you if you have a great relationship. Like, and you love her, she loves you. I love boyfriends, moms. They're, they can be some of the best people in the world. Yeah. Like, they're so nice. But if you do have that good relationship and you feel comfortable without saying what it is, you're broken and what it is, just say, like, yeah. Make li- not make light of it, but just be like, yeah, I, listen, I, I have to say something. I'm so sorry. Maybe get flowers. Yeah, just something nice, just yeah. to be like, I'm sorry for putting you in that awkward yeah. position. Like, it is awkward. Yeah, it is awkward. It's her house at the end of the day kind yeah. of thing. So, But don't ever think that they hate you over. No. They'd be granny and granddad one day anyway, so they'd be thanking Hopefully. you then. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So you can send in your dilemmas to the Home I Drink email, which is homeidrink at golownow.com. And we also have our bonus episode that was out on Monday, which is very good if we do say so ourselves. Mm, I really enjoyed it. And then we have new ones coming out every Monday after yeah. that and there's loads to go back on as well I think we've done episode 31 today of the bonus which is mad did we start so what we started 20 episodes in yeah about. yeah yeah so you can listen to the go, on the go loud app or wherever you get your podcasts and lastly we have sip or skip which is where we say a statement if we sip it means you agree if we skip it means we disagree today's sip or skip is friendship breakups do they need to happen if we sip it means we think so if we skip we don't I think in friendships, people are very aware of what you're about feeling. Mm-hmm. Unless you're completely blissfully unaware, <laughs> but like unaware, I mean. But like, I think people know when it's to the end. I don't think it warrants a breakup. Like, it doesn't, yeah, it does Like a real a, relationship, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't need closure, unless that's what you want, kind want, of thing. Yeah. But people do grow up, especially groups of girls. Like, think of how many, think of your girl group when you were younger compared to your girl group now. Has yours gotten bigger or smaller? Smaller. Yeah. Yeah. So my, mine has gotten minuscule, yeah. like. Yeah. But that just shows that, like, it's healthy to not always have the same people in your life. It's not yeah. necessarily looked at as a bad thing, like, oh, my God, they left for a reason, or, oh, my God, you left for a reason. It's people grow up, people go on different paths, your interests change, just your personalities change, your, yeah. your morals in life change, everything changes. Get busy, your priorities of you who you want to see. Yeah. 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 Like everything, so much changes, but change isn't always looked at. I don't think change should be looked at as a bad thing all the time. Yeah. I'm going to skip that one, like having to say we're not friends anymore. I'm skipping as oh, in Oh, like, yeah, I'm skipping on that, but yeah. I'm sipping, sipping for on a breakup, yeah. Healthy yeah. friendship breakups. Yeah. That, like, yeah. 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 Thank you so much That's for listening. <laughs> so you can go back, obviously, listen to our bonus episode from Monday, Home I Drink Extra Juice. Mm-hmm. And you can listen back to them and then be a new one now on Monday. And we will see you next Wednesday for a full episode. Yep. Um, and hopefully you have much more live shows soon. Yeah. If you liked it, let us know. Can we do a Christmas one and wear Santa suits? I, know, I really I would. To. Jingle bell, yeah. jingle bell, Slapping jingle the bell. Yeah. Jingle bell. <laughs> <laughs> be great. In December, because we're not allowed to talk about Christmas. Oh, yeah, she won't let me. Um, okay. That's it. We love you. We love you. Bye. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.